Welcome to the Couples Healing Podcast, where you'll get the tools for him to overcome his addiction, for her to find healing from the pain that it causes her, and for you to heal your relationship and come back together. I hope that you enjoy and subscribe. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Couples Healing Podcast. This is Sam Tielemans. I'm happy to have you guys here today. And I want to share with you something that most couples get stuck in, in the process of healing from addiction and trauma and rebuilding their relationship, rebuilding trust, rebuilding intimacy. The number one thing that undermines progress in any of these areas is dishonesty. And there are so many couples that get stuck in this loop of dishonesty or lying or deceit. And then the truth surfaces. And then the husband says, that's everything. I have nothing else to share. And then a little more information comes out. It's called a staggered disclosure. This is one of the most harmful things that can happen in a relationship. So I want to share with you some ideas today as far as what you can do to be able to prevent this from continuing to happen and why it's happening in the first place. I'm so big on the why. In any of the work that we do, in any of the topics that we discuss, I'm so, so big on the why because if you're not clear about why something's happening, then it's nearly impossible to take a an intentional, specific action to correct the problem. If you don't know why something's going on, the, the symptom is not enough, right? A, a lie is a symptom. Dishonesty is a symptom. Addiction is a symptom. Trauma is a symptom. There's so much of what happens in this process that's symptomatic. And so if you don't know exactly what's causing it, it's very difficult to take any step to truly resolve it for good. And so I want to share with you, uh, there's a story that I want to share with you about a client that I just worked with. This is what prompted the episode. A lot of times these episodes come from the clients that I work with. When people reach out, you know, they hear the podcast and they say, I want to get some support. Uh, they reach out and then as we work, I get new ideas for, oh, okay, that might be a good episode. Or yeah, I see this a lot. Maybe this would be good to talk about. Or just there are different things that come up. And so today's episode is because of a, a session that I had with somebody recently. And I feel like so many people struggle with this. So we talked about some things that I think will be helpful to everybody else who are listening, because I think there's a lot of similarities with their situation and many other couples that I work with. So with this particular couple, she described so well what it's like for her in the relationship to constantly be finding things out. Well, actually, let me take that back. The word constantly sounds much too frequently. Uh, she found something every few months. I guess when I think constantly, I think of like every day, every week. So consistently rather, every few months, something else would surface. And it's just as difficult for somebody, whether it's a constant thing every week, or if it's every few months, it can be just as difficult for the spouse because of the reasons that I'm going to share with you right now. So she was very descriptive in how it was for her to always be finding the fact that there's some little bit of truth that she didn't get access to in the past that now gets you know brought to light now. Or there's something new that happens that she then finds out about and it puts her in a state. So one of the things that she said was she'll have anxiety and depression for days because there was just a fear that if there's something else that he's doing, if he's struggling, if he's falling back into old patterns, if the addiction is active again, her fear is that he is not going to tell her that he's just going to keep it to himself and that she's going to have to find it on her own. 
And so the thing that really struck me was she said that she's always bracing as if she's in attack mode and she has to be ready to defend. And I thought that was just a very clear way to capture how so many women feel in these moments where they think that their husband is doing well. They think that they're both doing well. Their relationship is making progress. And then all of a sudden something surfaces and she is completely blindsided and didn't realize that he was actually struggling. She's had countless conversations with him and she's pled with him and said, please, if you're struggling, I just need you to tell me. I don't want to have to find this on my own. It's way too painful. I'm always on guard. I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. And if in his mind, he's thinking like, well, it doesn't happen that often. You know, sometimes I fall back into this. It only happens every few months or a few times a year. It's not that big of a deal. He might be thinking those thoughts. But for her, it's a huge deal because even if it's only happening occasionally throughout the year, it still creates the atmosphere of fear and anxiety where she's waiting for the next shoe to drop. And her difficulty is that he would never be the one to share with her when he's struggling. She would always be the one who found it or had to ask him the right question in the right way. And if she didn't get it in the, you know, say the exact right words in the right order and was not in what if she was too vague or if it wasn't the right question, she wouldn't get the truth from him. So she felt exhausted having to be like this detective and feel like she has to get the right question in order to get the right answer instead of him just being forthcoming. So as we had this conversation together, the first thing that I reinforced was something that I've heard from multiple women that I've worked with, and I wanted to share this with them, and I want to pass this along to you. I said, I can't speak for you, speaking to the the wife in the room, I said, I can't speak for you, but almost every woman I've ever worked with says, I can work with slips. It's not that I love them. Of course, I don't want them to be in the relationship anymore. I don't want him to struggle with this at all. But I can work with slips if he tells me and we just confront it and and move forward. I can work with that, but I cannot work with dishonesty. It's okay. I get that he's not perfect. I get that he's going to struggle, but I cannot move forward if he's not going to tell me when he's struggling and then I have to find it all again on my own and then I feel devastated and completely betrayed and the worst part for me speaking on behalf of these other women that I've worked with I say the worst part for me is that the lying betrays my trust more than anything else I said I can't speak for you but that's what many women tell me is that true for you and she says 100% she said I can work with it If there is a setback, then I can work with that. I want to support him in any way that I can. I want him to get the help that he needs because she doesn't specialize in this, right? She just wants to support him. She's like, I want to support him, but if he's not going to be honest with me, there's nothing that I can do. And it just makes me so angry. And then I feel so hurt. And then my wall comes up and then I feel like I'm completely by myself. And so... When she said to her husband, yes, 100%, that's absolutely how I feel. I can work with slips. No, I don't love them, but I get it and I see that you're trying and the fact that I know that you're trying and that you care and that you're, you're working on this, that encourages me. 
And I can work with that because I, I want to make progress with you. And I just want you to get the support and the help that you need. And if there's something that I can do to help you, then I want to work with you. You're my, you're my teammate. We're on the same team. And when you're not being honest with me, I feel like I'm not on your team anymore, that you don't actually trust me, right? It's, we often talk about how trust in the relationship, she doesn't have trust in him. But she said in the session, it doesn't feel like you trust me. If you can't open up and talk to me, it just feels like, again, there's this lack of trust that you have in me. And I just, I feel bad because I'm here and I want to help and I want to move forward with you. So I reinforced that idea. I had her, we talked about that and she reinforced that that's true for her as well. And then I asked him, I was like, what happens for you? What comes up for you when you hear her say how critical this is for her? And he's like, I get it. I understand. I want to, you know, I want to do better. I understand where she's coming from. And so this part is the thing that I want to really highlight in this episode. I want to spend the rest of the time talking about this piece. It's not that he didn't know that she needed honesty. It's not that he wasn't aware of the fact that that was an important step in the process. So when I'm doing therapy with somebody, I'm always curious about the why. Why is something not happening? In a very non-judgmental way, I just want to get curious about and simply assess what is causing this behavior. If you're aware that honesty is an important step in the relationship and you continue to withhold things and you're not forthcoming and there's dishonesty, I just want to understand why so that then we can put something in place to help you be honest and help you do the thing that that is going to mean the most to her. And so again, in a very non-judgmental way, it's just, okay, help me understand this. And so I asked him that question. I said, well, what is it that prevents you from being honest with her? So he then went into his fear. And that is true for nearly every man that I've ever worked with as well. The thing that prevents them from being honest is fear. And so in therapy, my goal is to help bridge the gap between where somebody is and where they need to be or where they want to be and give them the support and the tools in the, in the direction that they need to get there. And I know that it's pretty much always about fear. So I just want to understand this is, I guess, behind the scenes, right? Just so you can kind of as a quick sidebar, right? This is the way that my mind is thinking about things when I'm having discussions. And the reason why I share this with you is so you can also start to do the same thing in your own relationship with your spouse. So I'm curious about, okay, well, help me understand what is this fear about? What is the fear? What what makes it difficult to share? And he goes on to say that I'm scared that if I'm honest with her, that she's going to get very upset and eventually she's going to leave. And I don't want to lose my wife. I don't want to lose her. And so my fear is that if I tell her that I'm struggling still, or I'm having a hard day, or something came up, or I fell back into an old pattern, whatever the case is, he says, I'm just scared of telling her because I don't want her to think, well, here we go again. We're dealing with this again. I'm reaching my limit. I don't really want to do this anymore with you. That's his ultimate fear is I don't want to continue to make mistakes and then have her feel like, "Mm, can't do this anymore. Sorry. And so that makes sense to me. I get that he doesn't want to lose his wife. I get that he doesn't want to say or do anything that's going to cause her pain, which then could translate to her saying, this is too much for me. So I totally get that. 
And then I asked him more about, okay, well, where did this fear come from? And he said, she used to tell me this all the time. She used to say, if this happens again, then I'm going to leave you. And then she instantly nods her head. She's like, well, yeah, I did actually say that in the past. And he talks about how now it just left this impression on me that no matter what I do, I can't screw up because if I do, I like those words just ring in my ears. If you, this happens again, I'm out of here. And so then I wanted to hear from her about where she was with this because I could see that she was agreeing with this, but not in a that's right kind of a way. Yeah, that's right. You better not mess up. It wasn't like that. It was like, yeah, yeah you know what? You're right. I, I did say those things in the past. So I wanted to have here. I said, okay, can you maybe share it with me? Like, what do you, how do you feel about that right now? She's like, before I understood addiction, before I understood this problem and the degree to which he was struggling and why he was struggling with his addiction, I didn't understand any of this. And when we were first married, little things would come out and then it turned into bigger things and there was more truth revealed where it all kind of came out like a staggered disclosure where instead of him sitting down and sharing with her the extent to which he's struggling, he would keep it all in and little pieces would come out periodically, which is much, 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 much worse. Again, I want to emphasize, dishonesty is what's going to crush the relationship. It's not the slips. And so if she is clear about the extent to which he's struggling, she could then say, okay, cool, we can work with this. Or, okay, this is a big issue. I didn't realize to the, de- the degree to which you're struggling with this. Are you willing to get help? Yes, I am. Okay, cool, let's go get help. Let's figure this out. I don't want this to be a part of our marriage. This is not. This doesn't work for us. It prevents me from feeling close to you, so let's get this solved so it doesn't get in the way anymore. So instead of doing that, it was just piece by piece by piece. It's like the death by a thousand cuts idea. And it just destroyed her trust. And she then got to the point where she said, I can't, I'm not going to do this anymore because it was things outside of the addiction as well. It's just other behaviors that were causing problems. And she was just thinking to herself, like, what's going on? Like, why can't he get this together? Why is there always something that we're dealing with? And again, addiction being a big component of that. And she didn't understand anything about addiction. So she just thought, well, if he loves me, if he cares about me, then he would stop. And this wouldn't be a problem, but he keeps going back to it. Therefore, he must not care about this marriage. Again, none of which was true because she then was able to understand through the process and through the journey, understand addiction, understand why it happens, understand the effect that it has, understand all these different pieces to help her get to the point where she had a new perspective on the whole thing. So in session... She shared that and said, you're right. In the past, I did say that a lot because I just felt so overwhelmed by everything and I didn't understand anything about this kind of a situation. And so I said those things because I I just, I couldn't handle it or tolerate more and more and more, not knowing what's going on and not knowing if there would ever be an end. And so that was such a huge thing for him to hear. And I, I went one step further and asked, well, if he makes mistakes, do you still feel like you're going to, are you going to leave if he's not, if he doesn't get it right all the time? His main fear that he just shared was, if I don't get it right, she's going to leave. Is that how you feel? And she says, no, that's not how I feel at all. I want to work with him. I want to be on the same team. I want to be a, a partnership. 
But if he's not going to open up and talk to me about when he's struggling, that's the thing that I cannot deal with. It's too overwhelming to keep finding things. And it's and 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 the last time he actually had a struggle was about six months ago, seven months ago. But then she just found the evidence of it last week. So he'd been doing good work and he'd been doing a very good job in terms of putting the tools in place. But she just, he, he didn't slip again recently. He, she just found the evidence that there had been a slip many, many months ago. And so I said, okay, that's very, very important for you, for, for him to be clear about. So she shares, I'm not going to leave. I just want him to tell me. If I ever was going to leave, the thing that would cause me to go is the dishonesty. If I keep finding things, if I keep being blindsided, that's the thing that I can't deal with anymore because it's too painful. I constantly live in a state of anxiety and I can't do that anymore. But if I had the confidence that he was going to open up and talk to me, that he, if he ever was struggling, that he'd come to me, then I would want to work with him and I would feel like that's a win. Even if he's struggling, but he opens up and tells me and he's honest and we work on this, that's a huge win in my book. And so I just want him to do that. Right after she said that, I turned to him and said, what's that like for you to hear? As she clarifies where she is and helps you work through and process this fear, what's that like for you to hear? And he instantly said, this feels a lot better. And I said, is there any reason why you then can't be honest moving forward? And he's like, no, that, that was the only thing that was hanging me up was the fear that if I keep messing up or if something happens or I make a mistake or you know, something doesn't go right. If I don't get it right all the time, my fear was she would leave, but she's telling me right now that she's not going to. This means like everything to me. Therefore, I have the confidence that I, I truly can tell her. And the the energy in the conversation, uh, the energy or like the feeling there was one of such, it was like there was a lot of understanding and there was, a, a, there was this sense of connection there between them two as they spoke because they were actually getting to the root of the problem. It wasn't some surface level flippant conversation. It was truly him sharing his fears and his fear and his worry of losing her. She responded on an equally vulnerable level and was able to connect with him and reassure him, which then removed the block. So the reason why I wanted to share this story with you to illustrate this principle that if there is dishonesty happening in a relationship, there is always a reason. And if you can uncover what that reason is and then work through it and process it in the same way that my clients did that I just shared, then you will be able to stay consistent and the relationship truly can rebuild trust because without this honesty, without this disclosure and transparency, you can't rebuild trust and she's always going to be in a state of anxiety or just wondering, okay, when's the next time this is going to happen? And so... I would encourage you both, you, you, both of you, him and her, to have this conversation with each other. If there's still dishonesty or if there's still a, a lack of confidence or trust in the relationship for these reasons, I would absolutely encourage you to have this discussion and try to uncover what is it that's causing this and what needs to be in place in order for you to work through it. And sometimes it's difficult to have these conversations on your own. But that's really the model or the process by which you can get to the other side of the bridge. And so if you need help, I'd love to support you in any way that I can. You can always shoot me an email. I'll leave those in the show, the, the email address in the show notes. It's sam at healingcouples.org. 
But I just, I know that it's possible for people to work through very difficult situations once they get direction and help. And most importantly, once they're able to clear out the block that's preventing them from moving forward and taking the action necessary. Whenever you're feeling stuck, there's always a reason. Whether the addiction is still active, there's a reason for that. That just means something's missing. Whether you're still experiencing trauma, there's a reason for that. So we want to put something in place to help you work through those feelings. Or if there's a lack of trust or communication or intimacy, wherever you are stuck in the relationship, there's a reason for that, which then gives us feedback as far as what to put in place to work through it and then get to the next step. So I hope that this has been helpful today to give you some direction in terms of what do you do when there's dishonesty. It's critical that you have conversations and you try to understand what's causing this and you share the impact that it's having on you so as to very much impress upon the other person how critical this is. And then once you're able to share that and then understand the blocks, put things in place to be able to resolve those concerns or fears or barriers, then you truly can move forward and have confidence that no matter what happens, that he's going to open up, he's going to share, he's going to have the confidence to be able to share and be forthcoming, knowing that there's a plan in place and that you actually can work through it instead of it just being, I'm going to share this thing with you and it's going to wreck our progress and then I don't know what to do. Then you're going to be mad at me and then this whole thing's going to blow up. No, if you have a plan in place to know what to do and how to repair and how to move forward effectively, then it becomes so much more manageable to share. And then once you do, you actually start the you actually start to see the effect of the the this new behavior of sharing in terms of it. You'll start to see that the trust grows in the relationship, and trust can grow rather quickly once these shifts take place. So I would encourage you to have these conversations with you and your partner so you can understand and talk about and process through these blocks so you can keep moving forward and get to the next step in the process. And I'd love to hear how this process goes for you. For those of you who are trying this, I always try to leave with you some direction or a tidbit to try for the week. And so if this is you and this is where you are in the process, I would love to hear your feedback as far as how this went for you. And if there's, a, if there's any help that you need in terms of taking the next step, I'd love to hear that as well. Okay, thanks a lot, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. Wait, before you go, I'm offering free access for my podcast listeners to a course I created. So make sure you go to coupleshealing.org so you can get some tools to start the healing process individually and in your relationship. Or if you want even more support and you'd like to work with me directly, you can contact me with the info that's on that website as well. I'm excited for you to make progress on your journey.